0: Hello and welcome to this very special IGN UK podcast that celebrates everything that has happened in the last 12 months. Yes, it is the very best of 2014, and for this, I am joined by uh, Luke Caramani. Hello, and by Christopher. Tiddy-Sons.
1: Why do you sound so sad? No, this be That's not. That's not it's, s- it's sultry. It's not sad. I was. Being, uh, I was seduced. You heard
0: me from to chat, ladies.
1: <laughs> it's Ooh. really depressing. I'm gonna say hello, pod people. Go on then. Yeah, uh, say that. And Duck Hunt. Go on then. Done it. It's it's happened. Do you think
0: that uh twenty fourteen really was the year where Duck Hunt became Well you bought it back, right?
1: It was the year of the Duck Hunters. Uh I did bring Duck Hunt back. And you brought back Banter. uh, yeah, that was that was a long time ago though. Of course. And um I found a trailer for Banter the Movie online this week, by the way. What's that? Like a spoof of Richard Keyes and Andy Gray, what they Oh really? Yeah, it's quite funny. Right, okay. Um Yeah, no, it was nice. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, the highlight of the year maybe is saying thank you to all the Duck Hunters for staying up the Facebook group and being so supportive and lovely. And yeah. They
0: have been legendary. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you very much. Thank you. So over the course of the next, I don't know, hour or so, we're going to look at the biggest news of the last 12 months. <laughs> hour? <laughs> 20 minutes, mate. <laughs> the biggest disappointment, so you'll be in your element there. <laughs> <laughs> let's get cracking on that one. And of course, our personal favourite games and movies. But yeah, let's, mm. let's take a look at the news. And yeah. Um, I guess, you know, some of the biggest news has probably come from the entertainment side of things. Really. Yeah,
1: it's been a big year.
0: Yeah, and like
1: Marvel. Marvel and DC. Marvel Slugging and DC out. stepped up their game, yeah, went toe-to-toe. It was quite weird and unusual and strange the way it all happened because the DC news escaped via a call to investors.
0: Yeah, like a, an investor call, yeah. Which... I don't know, it's just Is a that bit... that called to investors?
1: Isn't <laughs> yeah. <Sorry> to just... <laughs> it's just a bit of a miserable way to do it, whereas yeah. Marvel did a big Marvel event, got everyone there, and people really didn't know what they to expect. They were on the call, though.
0: <laughs> like Batman was on the call, Superman was on the call, you just couldn't hear them.
1: We just thought it was going to be, uh, the Marvel one was going to be a trailer or something, yeah. but it was an announcement of... <laughs> a
0: lot of films. A lot film of film. films. So, yeah,
1: um, yeah, so DC made their announcement on October 15, and yeah. then Marvel on October 28. So I wonder if that was like, oh, we've got two weeks, let's let's show those guys like the big guns so uh, yeah uh, phase three for Marvel and, and phase one I guess for DC yeah. but a hell of a lot of films like maybe 20 films between the two of them between
0: um, what in the next kind of five years or so isn't
1: yeah it? up to so. about up to about 2020 we've got movies going well, the final one is Green Lantern in 2020 can't wait for that what a way to finish the reboots. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds rest uh, of lots of stuff we were expecting so Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yep uh, well i guess maybe yes we were by that point because it had been a huge hit um a flash movie the justice league movies getting a wonder woman movie we kind of thought that would happen yep, yep yep but also a few surprises a cyborg movie starring ray fisher mm. i know nothing about ray fisher i know nothing about ray no fisher. but i guess we're going to find out in justice league part 1 who do ray you think fisher he's is a
0: man that fishes for rays
1: oh can we not do that
2: manta or <laughs> sting
1: No. okay there might
2: be other rays I don't know
1: we're getting a Shazam movie we're getting a Black Panther movie uh, Captain Marvel movie we're getting another Thor movie which I was quite surprised about I
2: would say there's a lot of films there that not necessarily were like we need those I don't yeah yeah. Shazam especially who wants to go around with people using the app to listen to music wow no that's what I'm excited (laughs) for though only because
1: the character used to be called Captain Marvel and he's my dad's favourite superhero so he's who my dad used to tell me about yeah Billy Batson there you go. And he says Shazam and he turns into Captain Marvel. Although who's he can't be called Captain Marvel anymore because
2: they don't know the right Is it DC? Who owns yeah. him? Uh, not who owns him who's playing him?
1: Uh, we don't know. We okay. only know that uh, The Rock's playing Black Adam, who's the kind of anti-hero, the kind of villain of the cool. piece. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a Thor, I, I think quite surprised we got a Thor sequel and not an Ant-Man. We're not going to get an Ant-Man sequel. And Everyone obviously, not the first Ant-Man Yeah. No, and so. obviously this year was quite a big year for Ant-Man because yeah. it all kind of went wrong behind the scenes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright left um, to be replaced by Peyton Reed. Oh, and uh, Doctor Strange finally got cast yeah we had a funny little video a lot of speculation yeah or just everyone saying it's going to be better come a batch apart from him so yeah I don't know what I mean it's exciting we're going to get so it all kicks
0: off next year really yes Um, with like Age of Ultron in April May kind of time yeah
1: and then the year after Batman v Superman I guess the kind of interesting is is the fact that both companies are doing two double parties so we're going to get two Justice League movies and two Infinity War movies Mm. so it's interesting to see how they go about doing that cliffhangers Um, you know, I guess they're shooting them back to back. It's just going to be interesting how they split them up and yeah. who's going to die as well.
0: But it feels like yes. the Batman versus, versus Superman film has been coming for so long already. And the fact it's not coming out next year, it's coming out the year after. Yeah. So you'll probably, what, is it summer? I don't know. Yeah, probably yeah. 18 months away. Yeah. 2016, yeah. Oh,
2: that is a long time.
0: Um, although one of my favourite bits of 2014 was definitely the Bance between Zack Snyder and J.J. Abrams. You like that? Sending their little kind of social things to each other.
2: Having said that, a break is possibly not a bad thing. We have had a lot of superhero movies recently, and maybe you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think I'm kind of I'm kind of a bit tapped out on superheroes. Well, unlucky because it's
0: just <laughs> <to get> <laughs> no, up. but
2: like a break a break before they kind of really get into the deep stuff. Like I, I don't know. I, I just feel
0: like they announced Batman vs Superman too early. Mm. That's kind uh, of a recurring theme, um, though, isn't it? In terms of that would early been Comic Con last year. Yeah. So two years in advance.
1: I don't know if they announced too early. They just pushed it back a whole year yeah. mm. when they were shooting it. I mean, that's the problem. It would have been coming out next year. Sure. So, yeah.
0: Why do you think that was in, in retrospect? Do you think that was because they thought, right, we want to do this film, but then actually it was like, actually, we need a bigger plan, and then we're going to have this entire slate with heroes that kind of go from one th- film to the
1: I next? I think it's partly that. I think it's also partly next year is a crazy year to release a film in because you've got a new bond a new Star Wars a new Avengers but
0: what did they like obviously when uh, BVS was pushed back did we know that there was a bond coming next year we knew there was a bond yeah, we knew there was a
1: start. yeah we knew that they okay. were all already kind of stationed in that year Yeah. so I think partly they were kind of thinking let's get our own year when, when it's not up against these other billion dollar franchises yeah because uh, that's what they are. This year was was a year without billion dollar franchises, really. Yeah. You've got and Jurassic World in there as well. Yeah, so potentially four. Yeah, is there room for five? I don't know. They decided, or you know, it's a, it's a it's an effects heavy movie. Um, ben Affleck was quite busy on Gone Girl as well, so yeah. I don't know if it was scheduling. Still not
0: seen that. It's good. Is it? Yeah. is it? Or we'll find out if it hits your uh, yeah. best of uh, 2014 but later.
1: We're going to be kept busy. The superhero show is going to be kept busy. That was the biggest thing of the year. The superhero show right. it was the biggest <laughs> thing of the year.
0: <laughs> you and Creep are getting your own little show.
1: Mm. Nice. Nailed it. It's well, pe- the people wanted it, and they finally got it. So more Tilly. Yeah, Tilly time. Any-
0: wa- I'm still waiting for the uh, superhero show uh, IGN UK podcast crossover that we spoke. We're going to make that happen.
1: We'll make that happen in 3D. Good. I know, Max. 4D
2: uh, So room.
1: that was the biggest movie story of the year, I'd say. What was the biggest game story of the year? Come on, give me something.
0: Well, I wouldn't say there's lots of big games. There's some interesting new stories. So obviously yep. Facebook bought Oculus Rift. Yes. Um, now that was a... Uh, Oculus has obviously been a, a kind of fan favourite for gamers and VR in general. has been kind of big, obviously, uh, this year. Uh, Sony showed off Morpheus. Uh, still not really sure of its application of uh, in, in terms of consumers, but Facebook buying it is a kind of strange one. Now obviously we have friends who work at the Facebook mm-hmm. office, mm. and I still don't know if they really know how Facebook is going to incorporate Oculus. Maybe, I'm sure they do, they just can't share that information with us. Mm. Um, and it was what well, actually this year has been. You know, a lot of big purchases.
2: I think quite, well. It's been quite, yeah. It's been quite tech, tech heavy rather than mm. games. I would say. Like, I don't know. For the year following the release of the big console, it's been quite quiet on the. Flappy game. Bird is the biggest games news Flappy, ever. Flappy, like for the three days it was on <laughs> sale, um, like or available. You genuinely, know? IGN reviewed Flappy Bird. Mm. That game we reviewed. Like that is, I've never played it. Haven't you? I don't I've, need to
0: play it. I know exactly what it's about. I've got it on my I phone to...
2: and have never updated it, so I still have the original version, um, which sounds pathetic. But like, I... Because obviously... Do you remember the, the ridiculousness of when he pulled it because it was ruining people's lives? Yeah. And phones <laughs> with it installed were going on eBay know, for know, like, I know, I know. you know, thousands of pounds. Like... It's diabolical. <laughs> it's it, like, who cares?
0: But it's that thing, right? It's the same with the, the PlayStation anniversary consoles that you could buy from a place in um, East London for sure. ninety four, and you can sell it for twenty thousand dollars. That is one hell. Of but the a thing pocket.
2: is, with the PlayStation, it's it's a it's a bit of history. It's probably going to be. I'd imagine it would appreciate in value. You would hope. Mm. <laughs> Flappy Bird is like it's a flash in the pan. We. The, when was the last time you checked eBay for a phone with Flappy Bird on? it to see
0: how much it's going for. When I wrote this story about it, ages ago. Yonks. So that's my point. They might have gone up in value. They might be worth millions by now. Uh, so he re-
2: he's re-released it since.
0: I'm joking.
2: Okay, good. Right. Well, I'm glad that that is being cleared up. But he re-released it since, so I don't think it will be. Yeah. Um. And, you know, it was, it, but it was weird. It was. So you never played it. Did you play it, Tilly? No. As a massive fan of Angry Birds, I'm yeah. very disappointed by you that. You like Candy Crush as well, because we, we have Candy Crush bans. I did
0: them
1: both mm. uh, for a bit, and then I stopped them both because yeah. I thought I should be reading books. This is yes. ridiculous. No, I, ha- also, I had to delete if, Candy if Crush. if
0: your only experience of games is Goddamn Angry Birds
1: and what was the other one? Candy, Candy Crush. Crush. And Words with Friends. Chris. I don't so have any friends, which is my life than that. Scrabble's the best. I
0: can't believe you're still playing Words with
1: Friends. Uh,. It's. I'll pay it for the rest of my life. I'll, I'll play Scrabble for the rest of my life.
2: Did you ever get into Did draw something? Stop draw something was yeah. amazing Stop back in a the day. And buy the official Scrabble app. Is that? It's thing? too much
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> I've <got quite> <laughs> And then I went back to playing Scrabble, and the stuff was ever slightly wrong. It's like, oh no! <laughs> just play, slightly different tiles. Play a knockoff. <laughs> so I'm look, I'm trying to look up Flappy Bird on eBay
2: and see how much. But no, it no, is. Flap, oh, yeah. so <laughs> his name, I believe, his name was. Dong Nguyen but I apparently was pronounced that wrong because I did news videos and people got very cross I was going to say that doesn't sound like
0: it's pronounced correctly
2: no well it's Dong Nguyen just leave it at that up to
1: 150 grand that was back in February no that's in the Telegraph
2: Keep, keep talking okay. is, and, like genuinely, a lot more than a, an anniversary and I, PlayStation And I had it on my phone And then I got This is all to the year when I got mugged twice My phone got sold on twice And I and both of them had happy uh, beard on Or oh, maybe they've gone and sold them for Well this, this is the point I could have just sold those The phones. moral of the story is Stop waving your phone around Genuinely no one Yeah it did happen on the street There you go Yeah it was my own fault I've never had a phone stolen
0: i lost though. the phone
2: but that's because I was in the nightclub I ne- before this Ningen. year never a poop. okay any news nah let's move on nah. <laughs> alright done on to um, the next one
0: other kind of stuff so E3 kind of came and went nothing amazing yeah, obviously we saw a bit more of you know, a few more bits of information on stuff that was coming out I think the most interesting thing for me there was two bits um, there was the Destiny beta yes because they showed off Destiny lots of people excited about Destiny and then suddenly it's, all. Well, don't just watch the videos of it. There's a beta of it going on right now. And I think that is brilliant. The more we can do of that, get people playing the games mm. at the same time as us kind of showing them is is fantastic. But then also PT, which yes. is Hideo Kojima's uh, horror game that he did with that funny little Spanish man. Yeah, there.
2: with <laughs> El Toro. Thank you very much. And he's not little and <laughs> he's not funny. He's, he's not big awesome. and he's not clever. Right, Spanish man. He's, he's massive. Okay. Oh, he's Mexican, isn't he? <laughs> yep. Brilliant, I'm doing
0: so
1: well. This is offensive on many levels. (laughs) What what, what are you going to say about PT? I'm just going to talk about Mario del Torre. What? (laughs) Um, Two two pints at lunchtime, Simmons. Exactly. So
0: the thing about that game is, well, A, it's just the most effed up thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that they can turn that into a full-length game. Mm. Um, And we kind of saw that a little bit with Alien Isolation. Be messed up, um, and it obviously borrows a, kind of a lot of the horror tropes that you see in kind of films, but it's an interactive... I would say it's an interactive experience rather than the game because you can get... Well, I got all the way up to the end, and I couldn't... <coughs> solve it, And I have no idea how some people actually did solve it without mm. like following um, kind Guides. of walkthroughs. Um, but it, it's, it's properly out there yeah. and, and messed up, and if we can do horror that well as an experience... Then great. Like I would question how much you know. You wouldn't want to sit there and play that for eight hours. It would not be a fun experience. Like, is it? Is
2: it pleasant? Like, did you enjoy it? Not really. <laughs> great. But that's.
0: But you know what I feel about horror anyway. I, I don't yeah. particularly
2: like. No, horror. I don't like horror. I do, well, I I get scared. Like if something attacks me from behind, and that <laughs> sounds awful. Um, but
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> <In> games,
2: uh, <laughs> Talking about muggins. in clubs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Let's like a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yeah. Um,
0: what else happened? Obviously, you know, Wii U. I would, I would argue that this was the first year in Wii U's existence, and it feels like it's been around for a long time, even though it hasn't been around for that long. <laughs> it's, it's actually becoming a viable. I, rem- uh, I
1: remember you guys coming back from. Where was it that you first saw Wii U? E three, two years, uh, ago, two years, three years ago. ago. Yeah, and you came back and you were so excited. Ago? You talked. You told me all about it, probably on this podcast. And I kept saying, I don't really get it, like. It doesn't sound that amazing and that revolutionary. And you guys say, no, it is. You, you have to see it. And then the last two years, like, you guys have barely spoken about <laughs> did, it. Did
0: we really get you that? You were exact?
1: properly excited about it. Like, that was the best thing you saw while you were there. And I just didn't get it at the time. And it was just funny to me that no one really mentioned it again the last right. two years. So, well, now it's back, now, Chris. So Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really intrigued. <laughs> so what's what's changed?
0: So, like, when it launched uh, a year and a bit ago, um, it didn't really have And it Well, even for the first 12 months, it didn't really have a killer app. didn't have a game Mm. that would make you go out and buy it. But now it's got a really strong back catalogue. This year you've had Super Smash Brothers. You've had uh, Zelda HD Remake, Mario Kart, Bayonetta. And suddenly you've got a game that's obviously a lot more attractively priced now as well because you can pick it up for kind of 180 quid or something Mm. like that. Um, And the thing about it, you know, it's a Nintendo console, so it offers a different experience from ps4 and xbox one and that's what i quite like it i don't have one myself still but i'm very 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 close to buying one yeah and i was very, <laughs> i was
2: i'm still thinking about kind of asking for one for christmas because i'm still a child and i have a christmas list uh but no <laughs> i still buy that, one Luke. Like, no, but like that's the thing i might i'm now at the point if you've bought one
0: and you're looking for other games to play that is totally
2: up and there. the more i see of and that yeah but that's what it does smash bros is like it just always felt like a bit of a novelty to me it was like
1: it it was like doing clever things that that. you didn't really weren't really looking for and don't really need i
2: I I think they kind of pitched it wrong i was trying to talk about it to someone the other day and again like there's there are still people out there who are like think it's just like a tablet upgrade for the for the original wii and it's and it's not
0: They called it the Wii U. They should never have called it the Wii U. No, agreed. They absolutely
2: that
1: confused me.
0: Screwed mm. up the release. Uh, the they announced. Well, they showed the control. But they didn't show the console.
1: Um, you you were really happy at the time about. I remember about your wife being able to watch the TV while you could play on the th- your machine. Yeah, I still don't really get that. Uh, is that is mm. that a real reason that a lot of people would be buying it? Because I feel like still you're going to watch the tale together with your partner or... <laughs>
0: you haven't been round to my house. <laughs> and again, you haven't been round to my. Or if not, house.
1: You'll, be, you'll be on your phone checking your Facebook and your emails like, rather like, than playing a game while...
0: Like when Zelda comes out, if I can play Zelda on that screen without having to watch it on my main TV... Yeah. And it offers me the full experience and it will because uh, you can do it a n- number of other... Otherwise, obviously, uh, PS4 Remote Play has that, PlayStation TV now does that. Mm. The problem you've got there is like trying to play a PS4 game on a Vita just doesn't quite work mm-hmm. properly. The controls aren't there. But with Wii, you would be playing uh, Zelda with the pad anyway, with the TV screen pad thing anyway. Yeah. So in theory, it's offering the same experience. And I would definitely be up for that.
1: You wouldn't go in the other room and play it on another telly if you had a telly in oh, another room. It's just you, Chris. I only got one TV. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm intrigued. But You <laughs> could spend the money on another TV. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How does that,
0: what do you mean? Well, if I bought another TV, then I wouldn't have a console. You still didn't have a
1: Wii U. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I know, but I need to
1: buy one, not another TV.
0: Also, what kind of TV would you get for 180 quid? Seriously, these days, mean, actually,
2: quite a decent one.
1: No, you be- wouldn't. Better than your little screen. No. This in three years' time. Yeah, the Wii U won't be around in three years' time.
2: <laughs> well, don't buy one now. Do you really and, think so? No. Do You really think Nintendo are going to announce a new console that quickly? I didn't say that. I said the Wii U won't be around in 3 years time. People won't
0: be making games for Wii U in 3 years time. Bet. Look at this on camera. So Nintendo won't have a console out. Nint-
2: Nintendo's going so to That's a new not, what, that's not said. what
0: I said. Do you want to take the bet or not? Christian. What, what's what's
2: on? I I'll take it. What's on? What's on? I'm it surprised it's still around. Okay. Let's just keep going. Let's about.
1: move on. I got I got a bit of news. On, Star Wars happened. Well, it actually happened in 2013, if yeah, we're but, honest. But we got but it's been It's been ongoing. We, we got a name. We got spin-offs. We got sequels. We got a lot of Star We got directors. Wars. We got cast. We got cast character names. And a no- trailer. And a trailer. And a trailer. So, I mean, from here on in, it's going to be non-stop now, Star Wars, mm. which is awesome. It, uh, I'm still bitter cautious, about 1313 caus- getting cancelled.
0: Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic.
1: We got a cast full of Brits, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Dom Hall Gleason, Andy Circus, uh that who's girl
0: he, who's Dom Hall Gleason.
2: Uh,
1: he Brendan was in Gleeson. about
2: he was in about time. Did you see that? No. Nope. Did you see Harry Potter? I've seen Harry Potter. She was uh Bill Weasley in that. He's the son of Brendan Gleason who played Mad Eye Moody in Harry Potter.
1: And he's in Axe Machina. he's very, very good. Okay. Um lots of British act- actors in it though. Uh, disaster on Set, Harrison Ford getting hit yeah, yeah. by the Door of the Millennium Falcon. And I actually heard it was much more serious than they let on. Yeah. Really? Very serious, yeah. And that's why there wasn't really much news about it, that he was in real trouble. But Should have let the Wookiee win. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too soon. Tasteless. <laughs> why is that tasteless? Uh, Could have died. Uh, oh, I'll come off it. But just we've still got another chest. year to wait. Over a year. I know. Well, what, um, what day is this going to drop on? Afterwards, so just under a year. Yeah. So December 18th, <laughs> 20, 2015 is what yeah. we're waiting for. It's a long time. That is a long now wow. we've seen a teaser as if well. It's not
0: as long as blooming Batman versus Superman.
1: I know, but they haven't released a teaser for that. Like, there's a teaser out there now. Yeah. Ah, I want you, to see it. Do you like the? Did you
2: like the teaser? Did you like the lightsaber? And
1: uh yeah, I thought it was all, all right. I mean, we, we discussed it at length on the on the podcast. I yeah. thought it was uh, it was fine. It didn't. Yeah. I, I I've seen much better teasers,
2: but mm.
0: I hope they don't do too many.
2: They don't want no. Well, the, they do too. I, well, the I, rumor I is like, the next one's in April. I'd like a trailer. That's in front of that's uh, it. Avengers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I still find it weird that Star Wars is part of Disney. I find Mm. it really weird.
1: No, I do too. So we've got, spin-off wise, we've got Gareth Edwards doing the next spin-off, The Christmas After, which uh is out kind of out there now, uh rumour wise, but I heard this a while ago that it's definitely a Boba Fett movie. Right. Like ninety nine percent sure. I've heard that from people in and around it.
2: That's like the heist Mm. movie type. Uh yeah, yeah, that's what's
1: come out uh lately is that it's like a bunch of bounty hunters
2: kind oh, of, the stealing, the, thing, stealing yeah. the Death Star plans.
1: And he's writing that with Gary Witter. Yeah. Video game He is, the ex- editor
0: of um, PC Game
1: uh, in the UK. Mm. Uh, Josh Trank <laughs> is doing the next spin-off. Josh Trank did Chronicle, and he's doing nice. Fantastic Four coming out next summer. What
0: happened to Chronicle 2?
1: It never really got off the ground. Right. I, I think Mac La- Max Landis, who wrote the first one, wrote a script for the second one, and the show didn't really like it, it's wanted to go in own own direction. Right, yeah. mm. And then... Josh you don't Trank want to take got, it in one direction. <laughs> Josh Trank got signed up for uh, Fantastic Four and then Star Wars, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm done here." Fair enough. And also, <laughs> exactly. it was a great standalone movie. Maybe it just was, Yeah, it was good. And then Ryan Johnson is going to do the Star Wars sequels, so mm. not J.J. Abrams, which is interesting. But he's a great filmmaker. I mean, he's made three films, and I, th- I think, and they've all been fantastic. Looper, um, I loved Looper. Looper uh, was okay. Looper was, really was amazing. It was okay. Uh, and Brick and I forgot the other one but it was it was well, a con artist before. movie so yeah it's all happening in the Star Wars universe and
0: it's all happening in the whole Star Wars superhero what a good time to be an IGN reader that's what I will
1: say <laughs> I agree I like what you've done there thanks uh, finally 20, I, it says here 2015 is the new 2014 what does yeah. that mean? so
0: many things have slipped from this year it's been really year. sad into next year not last
2: year <laughs> that'd be weird that's kind of time travel stuff. type stuff because
0: obviously we were expecting Batman out this year Battlefield out this year Evolve out this year Witch out this year no
1: they all buggered off
0: and so uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens by, uh, and I think going back to the E3 that we were talking about that really did become a Look at what's coming next year mm. and E3 is normally like, you know, look at the kind of cool stuff that's happening mm. between now and the end of, of the year. So it'd be interesting to see if that becomes a trend mm. and next year's E3 is about stuff that's happening or whether it's about stuff that's happening further and further away. Because even The Division, which that's was shown as well. uh, not this E3, but the E3 before. That may come out next year. You would hope it is going to come out next year.
2: It's been a bit. Uh, I think it's been a, a bit kind of upsetting because a lot of kind of early adopters who bought their consoles on mm. the premise of these are the games that you can get next year. Watchdogs. Exactly. Look at that.
0: that was supposed to be a launch title.
2: And this thing, everything slipped. You new, know, Drive Club as well. Drive Club came out what like a month ago, yeah. and that was meant and still is now is playable. Mm. Um, you know all these slips, but people bought this at launch with these launch prices and it's all slipped, and there's been price cuts since, and they could have held off and gotten it much cheaper. I would say- that's, I know that's, that's a risk the, of being an early adopter, but still- on, on any kind of technology. I know, but I think it's particularly unfortunate the degree to which it's happened. Like, it's not just one if or two titles. If you buy buying a PlayStation
0: 4 for Drive Club, then that's your own fault, But the thing, thing,
2: But this thing, you're not just buying a- if you're buying a PS4 for Drive Club and just Drive Club got delayed, okay. But Drive Club, Watch Dogs, know, Battlefield, I know that. Evolve, like everything. I know that. I'm just saying. What are you saying? I'm just saying it's been a bit of a unfortunate time. Consumer rights. You're, you're IGN's very own Anne Robinson. I am, yes. Yeah. We need Bear Park with this
0: air. But speaking of disappointments, and we were because obviously Watch Dogs and... Uh, the, um, <sighs> Seamless. Well, I was going to say the crew, but yeah, the crew was a disappointment as well. But I think... It's, it hasn't been a great year, I think, especially for like Ubisoft, for example. Um, Assassin's Creed, obviously their biggest franchise uh, well, pretty much every single year. And then Unity came out as the, kind of, the game that was focused on next generation and no one had a face in the game. That was unfortunate. Have you seen the screenshots for that?
1: No. Oh, I did. I did. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. The
0: it's I didn't go well. I didn't go well. <laughs> the eyeballs what, and the muscles. Yeah. What was that German professor who used that was his show that was just kind of like muscle bodies. Do you remember?
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, the guy who cut people open. Yeah. Like yeah. the autopsy yeah. thing. Yeah. was
0: yeah, just it's so weird. It just to have this like eye- i <laughs> person
2: talking to you is Like, oh my god. I am um, all kinds of screwed up stuff. I just remember playing South Park the Stick of Truth in like uh, May or something mm. and thinking you know what? Ubisoft has such a strong year ahead of them. Ubisoft has suddenly... Because I always think of EA and Activision as the big two, really, as my personal... Was my outlook. Yeah. And I was like, this is the year. This is the year that Ubisoft kind of claims it. They had Watchdog, <coughs> they had the crew, yeah. they had the division. They had everything lined up. And it all just went really wrong. Uh, obviously, they've had some big hits. Oh, yes. And we'll talk okay. about
0: those shortly. Later. But I do think, you know, to mess up Assassin's Creed, to the, the extent where... I think it was the creative director sent out a personal note and they offered anybody who bought a season pass to the DLC a free game. You mm. know that something pretty serious has gone wrong mm. there. Um, and obviously, uh, next year's Assassin's Creed has been leaked. Assassin's Creed Victory set in uh, Victorian London. Uh, I think it was Victorian London. I yeah. 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 Um, the fact that, you know, did they announce that? Did they leak that?
2: To deliberately. On
0: purpose just to try and go... Forget that one over there. Let's go move on to next one. I don't know. Mm. That's the cynic.
2: But Rogue was good, but unfortunately Rogue was on last gen. Yep.
0: Well, that's not a bad thing, but I just it it wasn't a focus. No. For them. But then also the crew, which you know a lot of driving games came out. Forza arguably the best of the bunch. Yeah. Um, But I don't particularly like kind of you know straight down the line racing games. I like something a bit more fun. So I was looking forward to the crew. um, And I played the beta. And it just left me cold. Yeah, I. I and by mean, all accounts, the full game is. Yeah, I mean, I'm, ambitious, but not that interesting.
2: I like MMOs, so I kind of like that aspect of it. But it's it is a bit it's a bit of a weird one because I I was actually slightly more excited for Drive Club. Mm. And again, Drive Club just all those launch issues and stuff. I don't know. This has kind of been the year again. I think it's good that developers are moving forward and trying to embrace the whole possibilities of the consoles. But there's too much focus on on online only and these launch issues, and what I and again like the fact that I I started playing Warcraft years ago, like ten years ago, and you'd see all these kind of issues way back in the day. This is the kind of stuff that no longer affects Warcraft because they've been through it and they know what to expect. You'd expect that that kind of knowledge has permeated the industry.
0: Yeah, but see, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a case of knowledge. Like gTA is a good example, right? That is a game where well, GTA line was bought, that has been wasn't it? tested to the limit mm. but it's very different testing it in front of a hundred thousand people uh, rather than millions yeah um, and you just can't stress test that unless you do a beta um, and even then when you do do a beta like destiny there's no guaranteeing that that's going to go smoothly. I would say that um, Warcraft is an exception rather than the rule. Yeah. Because they've been in that space
2: for a long, long time. That's that's kind of why it surprised me a little bit with Destiny because I would have assumed that... So they obviously had launch issues. I would have assumed that with Activision Blizzard, with it being such a big thing, they would have brought in some of the Warcraft guys and been like, look, what to expect? Server load I don't know. I don't know. I'm not technically minded enough. I don't think it's simply
0: a case of going like, can you add a bit more memory (laughs) to this, please? (laughs) What about movies? Biggest disappointment movie wise?
1: I think it's been quite a good year really. I've not had any big what, disappointments. disappointments. I've like there's been lots of indie films I've liked. I think some of the blockbusters have been quite good. Yep. Mm. Um the films that I didn't think I was going to enjoy, I didn't enjoy. So Spider-Man. I was never yeah. bothered about and it turned out to be exactly what I thought it would be. Um it, it wasn't a bad film, it just wasn't a good film. It's fine. It just gave me a bit of a headache really. It's yeah. Just like a n- n- two hours of white noise (laughs) Uh, i put up my hands I haven't seen Transformers yet but as I didn't like any of the other ones I can't see this is the one changing it for me Mm. Uh, a couple I kind of was interested in uh, that didn't really live up to expectations um, Transcendence Right, which was directed by um, Chris Nolan's cinematographer, one of the best cinematographers. And it sounded like a really cool premise, but it was... That thingy fister. That's the... Wally Fister. That's it, yeah. I knew you'd like that. That's,
0: that's an amazing <laughs> name, isn't it? Let's face it. Is that Johnny Depp
1: in it? Yeah, it was just like a crap lawnmower man. and lawnmower man wasn't that good yeah. in the first place.
0: <laughs> if that's your benchmark.
1: And a, like, oh, well, a Million Wally. Ways to Die in the West wasn't very funny. And, I, you know, I really liked Ted, so yeah. Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. yeah. had his first big folly. But yeah, I think, and there's one film that's coming out in January in the UK, Inherent Vice, the new Paul Thomas Anderson. It was good, but I have such high expectations for him. Right. Didn't quite, quite live up quite to them. Up but really, I've got no problems with this year. I've, I've, I have I've, think it's been a pretty good year for, where, for where films. Where
0: does Interstellar fit in all this? Is that a disappointment? Is it a, a hit of the year or is it just kind of, it's just up there?
1: Well, I think it was a... Um, I don't know I think people liked it without loving it it didn't get any any um, of the big Golden Globe nominations mm. which means it probably won't get the Oscar ones I didn't think it was good enough like I think it's, yeah. a, it's a very it's an engaging film visually it's pretty stunning but I don't know There's there's a million and one holes in it it felt like and it just didn't really resonate with me. The scenes, you know, people around me were, were, were tearing up, but right. it didn't really get me still, in the gut. S- still not
0: seen it. I need no. to see it.
1: There are scenes in it that are really designed to make you cry. Yeah, and, course, and, yeah. and he gets criticized for making quite cold movies. And this is, I felt like him trying to make something that, that's got real warmth to it, but I yeah. just, I didn't buy it really. It was too contrived. Right. Not a bad film. I really enjoyed watching it, but it won't, I'll quickly forget about it. Yeah. I think I'll sooner watch Inception again, uh, mm-hmm. before I watch Interstellar again.
0: Well, I've, I've watched Inception quite a few times Mm -hmm. Um, I came to I never saw it in cinema but I've probably watched about three or four times since then and every time I watch it I like it more Mm -hmm. interesting Um, and I saw it about a month ago six weeks ago it's probably it's maybe my favourite Nolan movie
2: Mm. love it
1: I like it interesting yeah so I think it's been a good year for movies
2: Uh, the only thing I was a wild star was a bit of a disappointment for me why Um, as a personal thing (coughs) it was kind of meant to be the uh MMOs as a genre have kind of been stilted for a little bit, and I think there's been this kind of widespread idea that everyone's moving towards MOBAs. You know, lots of people play League of Legends, lots of people play Dota. You look at all the people who are announcing new MOBAs and things. Um, Wildstar was kind of the golden child that was meant to rejuvenate it. It was meant to bring things back to original WoW when yep. people like loved it and, you know, like oh, when things were great. And then you actually kind of played it, and it... I'm serious talking to me. Turn Siri off, please. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, um, but basically, it, it, you actually then played it, and it's it's rose tinted glasses. You know, people were very yeah. much idealizing what they used to play, like trying to find forty people to get together right. and like play a raid. That's the
0: same, actually. One thing, one game we've completely glossed over actually so far is Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the build up to Titanfall was in was mental. Like we were all excited about it, and rightly so. I think it was an amazing game. But three months after launch. Those servers were dead. Not Nobody even three months, it. you
2: know. Like. And that's
0: the problem with more and more online games and people sharing their uh, playtime across more and more games. It's you, it's very hard to find uh, games that uh, have got popularity within them. I, I think actually Destiny is one of
2: the few games that does. Because this thing, you're so dependent on the community, right? Yeah. And that's the thing that keeps bringing people back to Warcraft. Like, mm. you know, we saw subscriber numbers, I think, dip to below 7 million. And then they went back to 10. Yeah. And that's the thing you go back because of the community people yeah. to play with you know it, it's so dependent on that and and once like with wildstar you need your evangelists right and people left and then that was it because yeah. there was just no one to play with fair enough um but it's sad like all the all the building blocks were there but i thought it had a lot of potential and it just it just slightly misgaged it and it's gone wrong fair enough
0: well we should talk about more positive things I yes. feel. yes because um, I think for all of its kind of disappointments, uh, I think 2014 has been a pretty good year. There have some been well, some very big uh, games, TV shows as well. Like one of the things, I think one of the highlights for me was Game of Thrones this year. I thought it was mm. a very strong season. Like especially the, uh, I can't remember if it was episode 8 or 9, but the one where they're uh, raiding the wall. Mm. Um, I watched that with Pear and Tal, at, uh, their kind of lofty. Apartment yes, we were there in LA, and you know we were jet lagged to hell. But it was for E3 on a massive um, projector screen, which obviously I don't have at my house. It was, <laughs> you know, magnificent. Mm. Who directed that? Somebody I think
1: famous. it might be Neil Marshall. Yeah, I think yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. He, he he's tended to direct the big action ones. Yeah, I want to try and get him on the podcast soon. Yeah. We Should get him in, um,
0: but that was that was amazing. I think just TV in general. So, that I think this season was the first part of this season's Walking Dead has been strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arrow, I always talk about, it's great. Flash mm-hmm. has been fantastic. Gotham, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm really enjoying a lot of the TV. I, the biggest disappointment, TV wise, definitely Doctor Who. Really, um, <coughs> I'm, really, i just not gelling with Capaldi. I've mm. watched you know, three episodes. And much, much prefer Matt Smith. To, he's, like he's so, and and maybe this has changed from mm. you know three episode, episode yeah. three onwards, but he's so kind of negative and dour, and that's his kind of shtick, right? Mm. But I find quite it's cold. Too much,
1: quite quite too cold, much. isn't he? Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, what about movies for you, Chris?
1: Movies. um, on the indie side of things, I really liked uh, Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah,
0: a lot and of people said that. Yeah, it's a great Story, movie. Like a, it's a great movie.
1: Great, dark, nasty movie. Um, and my favourite film of the year is Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. I like Wes Anderson, but I felt like his films were getting progressively worse. Like I think Rushmore and Roll Tenenbaums were probably my two favourites. And then they've kind of gone down in my estimation a little bit. And then this one, I think it's the best thing he's ever done. Like it's, it's a very Wes Anderson film, so it's kind of... You know, you are worried that you go through the motions, but yeah. then it's just taken everything and just raised his game. Like yeah. visually and musically and acting and performances. And it's just a really lovely, beautiful film. It's a really sweet okay. film. Yeah, so that was really that was a really special film for me. Yeah. Mm. How about you guys? Good films you've seen this year?
0: Uh well obviously Guardians. Uh there was a lot of excitement around Guardians and I I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was we were talking at, over lunch about it. I mm. didn't think it was the kind of the most incredible film I'd ever seen. Uh, I mm, did think that was a that lot of Chris Pratt was amazing in it though. Mm. He was he really kind of raised that film. Um, and he's I know people have said it before, but he's definitely the kind of this generation's Han Solo mm-hmm. in terms of his performance. So I'm interested to see how he's going to be in um, Jurassic World next year. Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff like <coughs> I didn't particularly enjoy Captain America that much mm. I thought the Winter Soldier himself was pretty rubbish
1: yeah he's a bit bland isn't he he's like a, he's a Terminator isn't he yeah
0: and I think um, like the whole Marvel Shield crossover with Captain America you had to watch that in such a specific way to get it mm. and there were so many like I, I think I was an episode behind or right. ahead I can't quite remember but either way it was just like it's just, it's the stars will never align well, yeah. it will for a handful. Of
1: but people. I'm watching. Oh, yeah, I'm watching Agents of Shield now, and it's interesting watching it with hindsight, knowing what's yeah. coming yeah, in yeah, the yeah, film yeah. world. It's quite like ah, oh, they do sneak little things in here yeah. and there, where it's funny. You think the villains are wrong, and the agents are right. Yeah. If you didn't know what was what's going to come, and yeah, then because yeah. I know, it's like oh, actually they were right and you were wrong. Yeah. Which is quite interesting.
0: I mean, so you're watching season one of. Yeah, it, yeah. Right? I'm, I'm halfway through now. The only other thing about it is, it's obviously, you know, they, they bought out the big guns for like episode one and stuff like that. And then, you know, you hear all these references of what's going on in New York and this, that, and the yeah. other. It's like, you haven't got the budget to get these people no. in It's <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> Thor's just behind the yeah. door. <laughs> is he? No, I don't think he is. No. <laughs> this guy's met Thor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's definitely a, a TV show that got better as it went on. Um, I, I just found that. that that kind of crossover a bit too much whereas yeah. the crossover with Flash and Arrow
2: mm. you it, it's more you organic yeah exactly it yeah. Felt kind of more natural what
1: about yeah. you Luke what, any films you like this year in particular
2: yeah I mean like so the other day I watched um, The Inbetweeners and I thought that was a bit of a kind of letdown. but I, I tell you I
0: watched that the
2: other day as well um, The Inbetweeners too like, yeah. do you just watch it together and not no, realise
1: no. no okay
0: I,
2: he's
1: I just he's been did
0: you find uh, it funny? The, uh, well, I laughed a lot at some of the bits like, yeah,
2: like when he went bits. down the um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, 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 the, with the the behind him. Um, yeah. yeah really funny. Just, it's totally my level of humor. I just felt things. it was a little bit kind of I don't know we'd kind of see, we decided to watch it based on the fact that we'd seen some of the earlier episodes on TV again <laughs> and it just doesn't quite live up to that. Um but what did it really ran out sp- steam? I think yeah. that's the problem. It was uh, He didn't
1: when he's going down that slide. It was all coming
2: out. Um what did really surprise me and what I did really like was uh 22 Jump Street. I like because I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know like I, did you say that you didn't like it or as much yeah I, I reviewed it I
1: thought it was funny I it just, was just more of the same was, right? yeah yeah it was almost like a remake um, wasn't it
2: yeah no 22 Jump Street to me <coughs> very funny I, really? I, the first one my name's really, I watched so, yeah. it on the plane when I went on holiday mm. and um, I found it so funny that I then watched it again coming back and annoyed everyone by laughing very loudly there you go but uh, yeah no, so I like that but um, I, as you were saying like, I'm kind of I'm a little bit burnt out on superhero films, to be honest. I am Days of Future Past. I oh, yeah. was a yeah, little you're about that. yeah Days of Future Past. I was a little bit let down by. I'm a big X Men fan. Like I love the cartoon. I love the comics. I love. Um, I actually like all of the first films. I even don't mind Last Stand that much. Mm. Um, and I love I love First Class. I just felt that. It was, and I don't know if it's Jennifer Lawrence fatigue that I've just seen too much of her. Like Quite literally. M- this literally year, right? too much of her. <laughs> but I kind of just, uh, for me, something about Days of Feature Past didn't resonate. And, I, I, and it may even have been the fact that seeing the older X Men compared to the new ones, mm. the older ones, just even briefly seeing them, it really struck me. And I was like, these are my X Men. I, I really like watching these guys. Mm. And I was waiting every time we were in the present. To kind of like or in the past rather to jump back to them yeah um but yeah so days of future past okay. i, I yeah. actually
0: thought uh, i saw the last wolverine movie which probably came out last year yeah so I the was one way japan better than I thought it was yeah be. it's a good movie yeah mm. it's good movie i expected it to be utter dog
1: but no i want to talk about another film in a minute but should we do some game chat Let's as talk well about
0: games i'm not going to talk about my favorite game just yet because everybody knows what that is but, uh... Flappy, surprise, birds. Flappy Bird. Flappy <laughs> Bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't stopped playing that from... Yeah, I bought it for 150 grand on eBay. And <laughs> worth every penny. Yeah. Pro Evo. The After, I don't know, what is it? 10 years of uh, being in the shadow of uh, FIFA. Mortal. Finally, a game worthy of the Pro Evo name. And it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's better than FIFA. And that's all I've got to say on that.
1: Controversial. That's a big will statement. That, will that continue or is that just for this year?
0: Um... Well, as a Palace fan, you know it's much easier to be an underdog than it is to kind of stay at the top of your game all the time. So Absolutely I think, sure. I'm just pleased that, because if you look at the money that EA has to pump into FIFA, it's, you know, they've got it sewn up. And mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, FIFA still outsold pairs by a crazy amount, but to have something, have a game that's more enjoyable to play and have hopefully get a bit more competition there that hasn't been there for the, like the last five years or so, I think it's good for everyone. So hopefully it will make FIFA think about what next year's game is going to be because I think this year, more than any year, it's been like the improvements were like barely noticeable, really. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in some cases, actually made the game worse, I think.
1: And so. do you think it's acceptable for an Arsenal fan to call any other team an underdog?
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> going to win the league this year we're having the best season of our lives Wenger <laughs> <laughs> <field>. out <laughs> uh, what else what else we got on the game side of things then uh, well, so you
0: mentioned Destiny earlier and then like you were like saying well has it been like one of the biggest disappointments I think I don't think that's fair to say
2: I don't know there was a lot of anticipation for it you said hype earlier. I did say hype earlier, but and I, you. I, and I <laughs> didn't say it here deliberately. And now you've said it. Um, but go, can go. we just play that argument from earlier on um, in the office? <laughs> uh, yes, no, so there's anticipation for it. And I, I just feel that I was very excited about it. There's not really enough content. I like more narrative level, structure. To level,
0: what level did you get to?
2: I'm an incredibly sad man with a lot of time to kill. Like I, that's why I did but that's it. That's why that game should be perfect for
0: you. Like. <laughs>
2: But I'm just saying, like, so you haven't done any of the raids? No. Well, so I've done the strikes and stuff, but the, the raid, the yeah. vault of glass, you need, you need friends, which unfortunately I don't have. So that's the, the bit that you forgot to clarify. But,
0: this but the, you used to be part of an MMO crew. But this
2: is the thing. I've got <coughs> MMO guildmate, and, not, and they all started with me, and one by one they've all peeled off. It just doesn't have the stickiness. For me, I think it's, it's an MMO light. Right, well, that course. that, but but that's the problem. It's not enough of a self-contained shooter with a good story and like coherent, story enjoyable. Uh, but there's not enough coherent, enjoyable gameplay for me to play it as a single-player shooter for me personally. But similarly, as an MMO player, there's not enough like actual content there for me to get my teeth into, and the grind is tedious yeah. rather than kind of uh, seductive. Well, that's where Warcraft's gone right this year because Warcraft has been dipping. Warlords of Draenor launched, mm. what, two months ago? And subs have shot up. This, like, Tom Chilton is back directing it. He directed The Burning Crusade, but, and he is nailing so it.
0: That so is, that is a game that's had years to iterate, years to learn. This is Bungie's first stab at this kind of... I, I also, I would say it's a bit of a first for consoles. Not many games have had that model. We've got Division coming that is going to follow Mm. suit in terms of its setup. And I just think, you know what? The first Assassin's Creed wasn't very good, but look what happened there. The first Watch Dogs wasn't very good, but I'm pretty sure that the next one is going to be pretty good. So I think Bungie has probably learned lessons. Mm. And uh, although, you know, it's supposed to be a 10-year franchise. (laughs) Like, Destiny 2 is coming out next year or whenever it is. Yeah,
2: well, that's that's the other point. Like, just the speed with which, you know, it's been three months Mm. and they're doing an expansion. And... Within three months? I don't think that's a bad thing. You were already saying the game's not
0: got enough content. So if it hasn't got enough content, but, then what better way than to give it more?
2: Yes, but the expansion isn't really meaty enough to kind of justify the price tag. And the other thing, just from a UK standpoint... Your opinion. Okay, but from a UK standpoint, $20... I'm just saying, because I've seen a lot of people who have played it for hours Absolutely fine. Hours, but from a U- hours. but from a UK standpoint as well, it's, yep. it's $20 and it's £20. That is a poor conversion. Uh, yeah... And you do see them at least, kind of pretending That's now, not exclusive like
0: exclusive to Destiny.
2: No, you, but you do so. see them at least now, pretending now to make it 14 Anyway,
0: let's. Otherwise, we'll just keep arguing about that. Um, uh, Dragon Age is one of yours.
2: I love Dragon Age. So I've only just started playing it, but I am absolutely head over heels for it. It's, mm. um, it's. You know what? This generation, and also the end of the last generation, we haven't really seen. I don't think a lot of really solid Western RPGs. So we had Mass Effect three, yeah. You know, a while ago not really been that many, you know, they either tend to go down the MMO route or you have action-adventure, but a classic kind of RPG that takes the whole tabletop gameplay thing Mm. and, you know, kind of, you know, dexterity and cunning and all these different abilities. Is it basically Skyrim? Pretty much, yeah, and which was 2011, you know, and it's, it's just brilliant, but also on top of that, the writing is brilliant. Like, I am... I ended up crying the other day at a scene. And it's like, it's just really... Had you not saved your game you switched your console? Pretty much. Like, uh, I, I no, it's, it's I, just I really, that, really yeah. well written. And um, similarly, by ingratiating yourself to certain members of the team, mm-hmm. you piss off other ones. And so you know you're missing certain aspects of the story because they're not yeah. going to then let you in. Yeah. And and so that, that's, as far as I'm concerned, that is encouraging replayability. But I just think it is... After so long after a drought of RPGs mm. it is fantastic. Well, thank you
0: for asking Chris, but my favorite game is Far Cry 4. <laughs> I know you didn't ask me, but <laughs> I'm not bothered.
1: Why, why why is it Far Cry 4, Alex? Cuz it's cuz you always like played it at your desk. Cuz it's, it's after. Uh, that bite. is not true. What's <laughs> for a bit.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm killing more animals what but that's it if you can blow up um, take this turtle so I've got a new uh, light machine gun uh, what is happening I can't remember what it's called but it takes about three bullets to kill a rhino how badass is that right
1: that is badass Alex the poacher great I
0: took took out one of the major fortresses which are pretty hard to do on my own yesterday no alerts pretty sweet
1: sounds like a good evening
0: <laughs> exactly right <laughs> why your wife took care of your child I, I filled some gaps no she was out uh, I filled it's some tr- gaps in our kitchen uh, wall and then I played some Far Cry <laughs> highlight of 2014 for me <laughs> so anyway yeah it's, it's <coughs> the same as Far Cry 3 but I don't mind that it's pretty yeah uh, if it ain't broke exactly Troy Baker is brilliant pagan men. he's not in it enough but it's, he's mm. really really good uh, I think they've overdone it on the kind of the druggy levels a bit because obviously that was a big thing for Far Cry 3 Mm. and the two people um, I can't even remember what they're called but the drug missions they're just a bit painful but apart from that fantastic game my game of the year awesome (laughs) bang yes
1: bish bash I like shooty things you do like shooty.
0: things I like hunting I like helicopters it's got everything yeah but GTA 5 is up there as well because the next gen remake of that is sweet
2: just quickly what did you think of
0: the first person mode of that uh, I, but, so the, I didn't set it up correctly. I find the whole thing of playing GTA like Call of Duty really weird. Mm. I quite like Call of Duty this year actually as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like guns. <laughs> as <you can> see. <laughs> yeah, I should go Re- live in America. Recurring yeah, you
1: get to get yourself to Texas.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, by all accounts, you need to kind of set it up. You can't just go. I'm going to switch to first person mode and use third person controls. It doesn't work. Uh, and I haven't had enough time. I'm, I'm just enjoying it playing how I always play GTA. So yeah. Okay, I found the uh, online bit a bit overwhelming.
2: I found that when I so I I haven't tried it recently, but when I started it ages ago, um, when it when it first came out, I enjoyed it, but I don't know, it's just a bit much for me. I, I'm not very good uh,
0: like games where you have to create a character because mm-hmm. I can't be asked half the time anyway i created what i thought looked a bit like me it turns out he's a bit more like a little latino uh, robert
2: (laughs) jr (laughs) i tried to make myself in dragon age inquisition and it went really badly
0: (laughs) and every time i I walk down the street i just go (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that didn't quite work out funny yes good uh so that yeah that's it me and games love
1: them okay i've got a film that we didn't talk about actually which i wanted to bring up uh, I think one of the biggest stories of the year, if not the biggest in terms of what was released, is the Lego Movie, that was mm. because no one was expecting mm. much from that. Really, it was the guys that made Twenty One Jump Street, so you thought, well, it'll be smart and it'll be funny. But by all accounts, it was very good. Yep. I mean, I didn't love it, but I think I need to rewatch it. I, I think I was just in it. a bad mood. Yeah. Uh, but it made half a billion, pretty much worldwide, wow. and they're rushing a bunch of sequels now. So there's a there's a Ninjago. Uh, movie coming out which yes. is based on the martial arts Lego toys yeah. but then um, Leapfrogging Lego 2 uh, which was penciled mm-hmm. in for 2018 uh, they're going to do a Batman Lego movie as well right. starring Will Arnett as, as the voice of Batman in 2017 I
0: love that about the Lego movie is that you had obviously the Lego world but you had all of these little characters it was almost like a, a free pass to have all of your favourite characters yeah. in one film Yeah. Um, and it was really really good for that I was, I was surprised by how much Batman was in it it really yeah. was so that's exciting
1: stuff yeah big surprise and obviously uh, one we didn't mention is Godzilla does that does that uh, does that fall into win or a just loss It just
0: feels I yeah. that right
1: it's a bit interstellar for me it yeah. was fine I enjoyed watching it but I enjoyed interstellar more actually but Godzilla it was like mm, I don't really care about anyone here No, and yeah I
0: it, like especially after Breaking Bad and, and mm-hmm. like you know kind of wanting something exciting Brian Cranston it? yeah it was all right um, but, but very, very forgettable. Yeah. I'm halfway through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah. So far. You're liking it? Enjoying
1: it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Right.
0: It's, you know, take it at face value. Like, um, I, no spoilers, but like, um, Megan Fox's character, April, April O'Neil, has just discovered the, um, origins of the turtles. <laughs> it's so rubbish. Okay. Um, but apart from that, you know, I, I think, you know, there's some funny, like, one-liners in there, like, yeah. it's in the trailer with him doing his Batman voice, like yeah. one of the turtles doing his Batman voice, but, yeah, it's, so far, it's all right. It's all right. It's a Michael okay. Bay movie, isn't it? Yeah.
1: That it is. Yeah. Uh, any more gamey stuff?
0: That one, uh, I can't remember, I don't think I mentioned it, Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. Lots of people talking about how it's the kind of biggest waste of money in terms of demo, because you can finish in eight minutes. That <coughs> is absolute horse crackers. It's exceptional. Uh, and if you disagree with me then you are wrong Uh, and it (laughs) sets me up for phantom pain i've seen a lot of phantom pain uh e3 Mm. gamescom and then obviously there was a bit more of online show at the games awards that is one of my big games for next year if it hopefully it will come out next year Mm. cannot wait for that uh kojima is a genius and we Mm. had him in the office in fact that's probably one of my personal highlights is getting kojima in the office for two hours and spending time figuring out what it is that kind of makes him tick. And he told us some stuff about Phantom Pain that still hasn't been revealed. Cool. Unfortunately, I can't talk about it now. Uh, I know.
1: Annoying. Yeah.
0: So that's my personal highlight. And what, what?
1: about GTA 5? I see that on I, here. I spoke about it. Okay. We about first person, I was listening to that bit. <laughs> you what's, what's, what's,
0: what's your personal highlights? We'll finish up on personal highlights. Chris? To begin. Chris is your personal highlight, isn't no. that nice? <laughs> that is very sweet. I get that a lot. You're my personal highlight too, Chris. Uh,
1: I will Perfect. jump in though, if Luke is scared.
2: Well, I was just thinking.
1: <laughs> um, so, uh, entertainment-wise, yeah, uh, we didn't even talk about it, but uh, True Detective has been my favourite thing in terms of games, films, TV. I think it was just a really, really well put together show. Yeah. Uh, every aspect of it... It was a writer and director. I didn't really know much about either of those guys. I'd, I'd seen uh, the director's Jane Eyre film before, yeah. but like, it wasn't. He wasn't someone who was really on my radar. And it was just so out there and so original and unusual. And and then obviously McConaughey's. It's just right. He's riding the crest of a yes. wave, but it's as good as anything he's done the last three years. <laughs>
0: Of Wall Street, that was last year, wasn't
1: it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was January it was, here. It was, it was, it was like November in the states. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was what he shot that when he was doing Dallas Buyers Club, that because was, that's, that's why hard he's so skinny. To kind
0: of go through. Wow.
1: But he, um, uh, that's why he's so skinny in Wolf of Wall Street, and he's starting to put the weight back on when he did True Detective was after. Yeah. But yeah, and, and yeah, to see him and Woody Harrelson, it was just I just I didn't like the last episode particularly. So but I've I, only seen the first episode. Okay, I thought it was just a brilliant, really hypnotic disturbing but very addictive piece of television. You
0: really have to concentrate though. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest issue. Like uh my wife and I sat down and started to watch it and she was kind of like who's that? What's going on here? Yeah,
1: but <laughs> you know what, you know what happens? You start letting it go over your head a little bit because you start realizing that rustin what he says doesn't make a lot of sense so you don't need to have to try that hard he's just out there and then the plot line you can follow that if you want but it's as much about these two guys really it's the story of their friendship and their bizarre relationship they have but yeah and I think it's really cool that they're gonna you know they're going in a different direction with the next series new actors new characters just the same title but the same right the same director so for me that was the thing I most enjoyed this year. Mm. Did you
0: meet any of your kind of like movie heroes that you hadn't done before?
1: Um mm, I had I had a weird interview with no I won't say. Um <laughs> was it th- this year I got that cool Harrison Ford exclusive that was quite exciting, was where he uh, told me that he was in talks to do Blade Runner 2, right. having spent yeah, the last yeah, 30 years cause... slagging off Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, was no, there wasn't a moment where anyone thought he was going to do this. And then yeah. I just mentioned it in passing, because uh, I, I was basically told not to ask him about Star Wars. So I right. thought, well, what else can I ask him about? Yeah, and I yeah, did yeah. that. And he was like, yeah, I just spoke to Ridley about it. I was like, oh. I did,
2: I did, did a full on <laughs> double tape. It's that yeah. moment, isn't it, when you like up. So
1: that was quite cool. And then afterwards, the guy said that I was the only person that day that made him laugh well wow. done you there because you I, I asked I said so would you do it he said yeah I said would you will there be voiceover this
2: time and he went <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right> <laughs> uh, bless lesson. so this year was my first E3 and my first Gamescom
0: oh yeah you didn't do Gamescom last year no so buck Knuckle Virgin yeah so that
2: was really ex- <laughs> that's a phrase that longs for context um, I've seen that movie uh, um, <laughs> that's
1: disgusting
2: no um, I, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a name for the podcast <laughs> I am, um, <laughs> you just said that, I am, um, I, no, I really enjoyed it though, um, but this year, my, You're not the pork, not the pork knuckle, um, but I really liked, um, I interviewed Ed Boon, was kind of. I used to play like Mortal Kombat was one of the first games I ever had, and I played it with my dad when I was young. So I've always loved the Mortal Kombat series. So that yeah. he's always been one of my gaming heroes. So that was massive. Nice. Um, and I freaked out a little bit. Uh, I've already said that I love Warcraft. So I interviewed Tom Chilton, who again was one of the lead designers on the original Warcraft. Did t- the you've Met of Cater- all your heroes? But but until this year, no. And, um, and then we let you out and then you let me out of the cage um, yeah. and then the final get used to it then the final one was Andrew House and Mark Cerny who I interviewed at uh, the Develop Conference in Brighton right. and um, Mark Cerny like, he was very personal but very nice um, uh, and Andrew House does this thing where he kind of researches you a little bit beforehand, and so he oh. kn- he knows stuff about you because it, uh, you know what did
0: he know about? Did he know that
2: you were a port knuckle virgin? Before <laughs> he he did know I was a port knuckle <laughs> virgin. That's oh, you, the knuckle virgin. But you know, as a, as a journalist, something you do is you know you do your research <laughs> yeah. before you interview people, right? So you can kind of you know what you're <coughs> What asking. did he know about you? Oh, he like you know was he said like oh I saw that feature you wrote the other day oh yeah no, hi Luke before we were introduced and all of this and like so even if it was just speaking to the PR beforehand but like right. he'd kind of. Try to put me on the back foot, and so I was always a bit like, ooh, and we were dancing a little bit around it, and by the oh, end, I would... I no, no. no, 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 because, because it, on camera? Because rather than him just talking, and so I kind the of felt... By the end, I was like, are we are we flirting a little bit? And it was kind of a little bit what? erotic. What's, What's going on? on, on Earth? Earth? So was, you it, did the Charleston and then started kissing? <laughs> I've never anything like it. No, we it. didn't kiss, but it came close. No, but anyway, so I had some very good interviews. What a hell of a 2014 it's been, eh? uh, Yeah. I uh that's not libelous i don't think it is like it depends though.
0: whether you're telling the truth or not nah. hopefully you are uh listeners that was our best of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear about yours uh, as always you can get in touch ign underscore uk at uh although by the time you will watch and listen to this we'll be gorged on turkey and booze we will so, have buggered
1: off i will be busy seeing if i can buy the url for pork knuckles virgin.com
0: <laughs> that's taken surely <laughs>
1: why would it be <laughs> <laughs> don't point at me anyway uh,
0: thank you uh, for well all the support that you've given us over the last year yeah. obviously podcast 250 we didn't mention that and that was one hell of a highlight well yeah, that's that because
1: would... if you were there you can't
2: remember it that's true and again the duck if you can hunters. remember it you weren't there I think again the duck hunters I, that. I think the, like, genuinely this was the year that amazing. they kicked ass obviously the Tilly memes on the Facebook page which has now kind of dried up since you've joined (laughs) yeah but yeah let's bring them back like
0: I
1: bought Branta back
0: (laughs) exactly so yeah thank you so much for your support and we will see you again in 2015 cheerio until then Merry Christmas yeah Merry Christmas happy Christmas